Welcome to another great episode of Black Equity. We have a Black Equity premium content for you. Uh, You'll be getting a partial listen in to one of our uh, most listened to episodes over on Black Equity Premium. If you would like to subscribe to listen to the full episode, uh, make sure that you head over to Instagram and click on Black Equity Premium and join today. Uh, Before we get started, I want to give my thoughts on uh, this weekend's battle. Uh, So before we release this episode, I just want to say it was a really great moment these last few weeks, you know, with um, the Babyface and and Teddy Riley uh, battle and uh, recently Jill Sky and Erica Badu. Uh, I'm just really excited to be having these moments that we've always wanted. Uh, while we're uh, all shifting and going towards a new direction. Uh, Something that I've noticed as well is pay attention to the people in your life who have reached out to you and wanting to know how you're doing uh, during these times. Those are probably the real people in your life who who honestly care about you and want to be a part of your life. So uh, pay close attention to who those people are, uh, because as things get going, in the near few weeks or the next few months, as things start getting back to um, not necessarily normal, but getting back to um, being able to get back out the house and go and do things. Just remember the people during these these few months that you uh, gravitated towards and the people that you were in constant contact with. Those may very well be uh, the friends that you have for life. So pay attention to that. Um, But let's dive into this great episode. And by the way, I think uh, I think Babyface won the first battle. And I think uh, Erica Badu won the battle with Jill Scott. That's just my personal opinion. You can do with that however you feel. So let's dive into this episode. Uh, Get ready to learn how to plan for generational wealth with Calvin F. Williams, Jr. Enjoy. for another great episode of Black Equity Premium. On the line, we have Calvin Williams. Calvin, how are you doing today? 
I'm doing wonderful. And and yourself? I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. Uh, I want to welcome you to our Black Equity uh, Premium uh, channel. And uh, for those who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about uh, your company and yourself. Of course. So my name is Calvin Williams, and I was born and raised in Maryland, uh, and that's where I got my technology start. I was fortunate enough to be recruited by the Department of Defense at 17 to build top secret computer programs. Uh, and then after then, I went to North Carolina A&T, launched my first web development studio, built it up. I thought I had made it. I thought that I was a success until I went and tried to find a wealth manager, someone to help me grow and build their, uh, grow and build my wealth. And they basically said that you don't even have enough money to make this phone call worthwhile for me. Mm. And that was why I started Freeman Capital, was to help everyday people, people like you and I, especially people of color, build generational wealth. Okay, so let's kind of dive into this. Yeah. Um, you found out that you didn't necessarily have the financial uh, situation that you were looking for. What mm -hmm. does what does that do to your psyche when you find out you don't even have the right the right information to do what you want to do? So you got to put this in perspective. I mean, at you know, at this time, I was 24 or 25, definitely smelling myself, you know, because I had bought my first house at 20. And I'm like, man, I'm crushing the game, you know. Uh, and then I go to this wealth manager and it's basically like my minimum is a million dollars liquid, like not net worth. Like you need to hand me a portfolio of a million dollars to talk to me somehow. Mm. I and so right there, I'm sitting there like, hold on. I thought I was doing well. I was working hard. I, you know, bought this house and I was, you know, growing my business, but basically to the wealth management industry, my accomplishments, my wealth didn't matter. And so it smacked me in the face and it really motivated me to try and find a way to solve this problem for people just like us. And so what would you say is solving the problem? What is the problem? So the problem comes down to three things. Like we hear about the wealth gap, especially the racial wealth gap. You know, 228 years, it's supposed to take black folks to catch up to white people. Now, that wealth gap, it really comes down to three main things. The first is a lack of access, a lack of education, and a lack of tools. So because those three things have been either systematically uh, removed from us, or we just did not know where to go, we did not have the patterns and the behaviors to not just build wealth, but then build generational wealth over time. And that is the problem, because when you look at our income growth, African Americans, Hispanics, we are, we are reaching higher income brackets faster than our counterparts, but we're not transferring that high income into wealth. And that is the problem. Now you made a distinction here, so we got to dive into this. You said right. the difference between wealth and generational wealth. Why is it? What is the difference between the two? Is isn't wealth just wealth? Yeah. So you would think it is, right? So let's. So so wealth is a moment in time. Generational wealth is setting up your family. So we've all heard these stories of lottery winners, of athletes who make it big. They have wealth, but it doesn't become generational wealth because they go broke. Right. So the problem for us isn't generating income, isn't building wealth. 
The problem is sustaining wealth to the next generation to move forward. When you look at the statistics on how generation is passed from one family to another, that's where you really dive into the problem. Because the problem is that we have not been building the habits, the access, the tools, and the education on how to not just build wealth, build income, but then pass it on so that our kids do better. Basically, every generation of Black people and Hispanics are repeating and starting from zero. Mm. And so they're always on the ground floor. They never get to the penthouse of, of generational wealth. Yep. I mean, and, and I can send you some great charts later because there's some folks from, I believe it was the University of Michigan, who did a really cool infographic that showed that even when uh, people of color start in a higher income bracket, they still fall down into a lower income bracket by the next generation. Now, why is that though? What, what would be your best guess? I know you said lack of yeah. access. I know you named yeah. the three things. Yeah. When you say lack of access, what are, what are we yeah. talking about? So when I say access, what, what I'm speaking to is access to expertise to help guide you. Gotcha. The stats say that people who have a financial advisor have double the wealth of those who don't in the same period. So just having access to someone who can say, hey, do this, do that, move your money this way, position yourself in this direction, that alone can double your wealth. And then when it comes to transferring that wealth, which is called estate planning, that is another major gap that we have had. I saw a, um, a research report that said from slavery to now, African Americans have lost, I believe it was over $2 trillion in wealth because it wasn't passed correctly or it was stolen from generation to generation. Yeah, we that's can wills, estates, that's the proper uh, tools in place so that wealth can move easily from one generation to another. You see all these stories over and over again, at least in the entertainment realm, sometimes in sports, where uh, this artist, I think. Prince, I don't Prince wanna, didn't have a will. Yeah, Prince. I can't remember who other big names are. Yeah, these big, these big names, big estates. Yeah, and where does the money go after you know after you pass? And so that's what you're saying is okay. You got yep. the first. You got this person who maybe did get to the third, fourth, or fifth level of that building, but yep. then when they passed, they didn't have anything in place to actually hand it off to someone within their family to keep it going. So where does that money go? So what happens is that you go to now we're going into a bit of the nuanced details, but in general, the state then steps in and gotcha. the state will decide how and where money will go. And then then you have to argue to get your share of, of, of money as a descendant. So one of my friends, his father passed a few years back, uh, just kind of very unexpectedly, did not have a will. It took him like four or five years to get that money. That is opportunity loss. He could have been leveraging that for the goodwill of his father who built that, but instead was having to pay lawyers, having to deal with court systems to try and get that money. Now he had the means to do that fight to get it, but if he didn't have it, then that would have been an even longer run. Gotcha. And so, and, and we see it especially with houses as well. Someone may own a house, and if the taxes aren't paid right, if you know the if you know the uh, if you know the um, the beneficiaries aren't set up right, that house might go to the state first, and then it's getting auctioned, and then you got to all of these things are happening 
because because we aren't setting ourselves up for generational wealth. And so that's why we make that a point of what we do is that we want to make sure that A, we help you build wealth now, and then B, we help you build generational wealth for the future. So you said when you have a financial advisor, uh, someone in your corner, uh, yeah. this could potentially double your wealth. Yeah. What do you think the, the main difference is uh, between having one and, and not having one? Yeah, so I just want to give a couple of use cases of, of our own customers, right? So we had someone who came to us. He was, he was making good money for, you know, his city. He was trying to pay off his student loans. He wanted to buy a house and save for retirement. The mentality that he had was, first, I'll take this time, pay off all of my student loan debts, and then I'll save for my down payment, and then I'll save for my retirement. Doing that type of staggered approach, it's, yes, it's very logical, but there are sometimes better ways. So when he was able to meet with his, through, you know, his planner, you know, he signed up, connected to his platform, and it's like, hey, rather than doing that, your student loan interest rate was like 3%, very, very low. You can take that from 10 years to 30 years, decrease your monthly payment, and then on our platform, we give real-world advice. Like, hey, you live in New York. If you don't, if, if, if you can stop taking Ubers and start taking the Metro, you can save up to, I think it was around $1,000 per month. And so doing those two things, we're going to say, hey, now the next step is you take this more cash flow from your student loans, more cash flow from cutting down your budget. I want you to put that into your retirement via your pre-tax contributions. And that's very important. What that means is that he's able to increase the money going into his retirement while decreasing what he will have to pay in taxes because his income will be lower. And it's so, the, go ahead. It's the same money. You're just you're just, just shifting it, it and getting it in position for it to work for him. Exactly. And so then at the end of this scenario, he ended up with you know, his student loan payment, yes, it would take longer, but it was fixed and the cost was less. He made one lifestyle change, put more money in his pocket. He now is contributing more money to his retirement every month, which can then be used. You could pull out the first $10,000 from your retirement and put it for your down payment of your house. So this guy made no income growth, but we helped him to better use his money to, to move forward on all three of his goals at the same time, one-on-one. That's what an advisor can, can do for you. It can help you optimize your time and your money now instead of trying to figure out and, you know, delaying it and doing it over time. Do you think when we're talking about this, um, this wealth gap, do you think part of that is mm-hmm. a group of people already had someone to give them this guidance? Or do you think it's bigger than, oh, yes. than just that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, so let's take a step back. There are sure. a lot of financial services, okay? Okay. But when you really look at the financial services, most of them are starting with the uh, assumption of my target market already knows how to invest, knows what in- in investing is, is comfortable with dealing with the ups and downs of the market. And really, they're just coming to me to help make it more efficient and cost effective right? So when you look at a lot of great apps like Robinhood, it's free to, you know, sign up and invest or other ones, like, okay, they're going with the assumption that people know what they want to do, they know what they're trying to do, let's just make it cheaper. 
Well, what our thesis is that we want to help folks build first generation wealth. And so that means that we have to take a step back and say, hey, where are you as a person? Let's fill those education gaps. Have you, have you ever invested before on your own? You know, how much experience do you have in the market or with, you know, with just putting money away for a savings goal? So we start from that perspective. And because of that, it allows us to tailor our services to try and build wealth, not just make it cheaper to buy and sell a stock. Now, most uh, financial advisors, mm-hmm. is, is that uh, accessible to the general public or, or is, are those services um, uh, expensive? So what they do is that a lot of financial advisors have tiers in their plans. Okay. Uh, if you are, com- so most of them charge their fees off of a percentage of, of, of assets. So if you have a million dollars, they'll charge a 1% fee, which means they get $10,000, right? Mm -hmm. But that does not work if all you have is $1,000. Right. Because now they look at you and say, hey, the same time that I would spend for a million dollar client, I'm going to spend for a thousand dollar client, but I won't make the same amount of money. And so they are incentivized to only serve the wealthy because that's how they make their money. I'm not mad at it, but that's just how it works. Right. And so we feel like in order to make things accessible, we have to make it as easy as subscribing to Netflix or Hulu. And that's why with our plans, we don't segregate people based off of assets. It's, hey, if you want to sign up, we have a monthly plan that you can pay just like you pay for Netflix and Hulu. And so that is a big difference because a lot of financial advisors use the old mentality of if you have wealth, then I can make money off of that. So I'll charge you a percentage of your assets. Now, how long, you may have already said this, so I apologize if I missed it. How long have you been on this mission of getting this information out uh, to our people? So it started first in 2015 and 2015 was when I had the original idea. Okay. Uh, and it's gone through a couple of versions. You know, we have learned a lot, but uh, it's really been, you know, now, wow, that's a five-year journey. So in May, it, it'll be a five-year journey from first idea to where we are now. Now, on both sides of this, what has mm-hmm. been uh, the toughest part about this journey for you? And then what has been maybe the triumph of yeah. it all? Uh, both sides of that, if you can touch on both for me. I'll say that the toughest part has has truly been is that the wealth management and financial industry and all of the supporting services that 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 uh, that enable it are built off of the business model of serving people with high assets. And so a lot of not just the financial industry but even the supporting technology that you need to have to run your your company they all base it off of a percentage model. And so they all think of, okay, you're going to have a whole lot of money. You're going to have a whole lot of assets. So I'm going to build my business model off of your business model being built that same way. But for us, that's not our business model at all. And so we've had to find ways to try and like work things into the way that we are doing to make wealth management accessible for all. And that's been a really hard part because even like the regulators, you know, they are used to, because we are a regulated entity. 
So they are used to a regular uh, percentage-based fee. Right. And, you know, during our first audit, we had to tell them like, hey, you know, because virtually every financial firm gets, gets audited at some point. And during our first one, we were like, hey, we're not doing that. that fee. So we, we had to get them to, to understand why we're not doing it, why we want to do it a different way. So it's like the whole industry is going left and we're trying to go right because we feel like going right is going to help the most people. And to the second part of your question, it's been the, it's, it's been the excitement from the people. Like, it's, it, when, when people who need help find that there is someone and a company and a group of people that are trying to help them, that, that energy that you get from a folk being thankful, from getting goddess, like, you know, we just had someone who, you know, because of Corona and other things, they, uh, you know, had to shut down their business. They're, they're thinking about filing bankruptcy and they had no one to go to. And they were able to talk to a certified financial planner who normally charges hundreds of dollars per hour, but through our service was able to talk to someone and then get clarity so that they, so that they can sleep at night and feel less stressed. To me, that's the best part of it. Like that is what allows me to have the energy to deal with everything else. Gotcha. Now, when I go to your your website, it has this um, this uh, language of automation. Why yes. is that such a big uh, deal in this space? So the automation is key because in order to uh, reach the scale to where we, we can help enough people and still make it cost effective, we have to automate a lot of the back-end processes. And so now the customers, they don't really experience that, except that they might get a faster response or, you know, things might, you know, they might talk to a chat bot, things like that. Uh, but the automation is what helps us internally enable our planners and advisors do more in less time because the average human advisor only has in total 150 clients right and so for us with our current automation level we are able to serve over 800 clients for every one advisor wow. this means that our that our uh, uh our staff aren't spending time typing up reports, aren't filling out documentation, like it's being done by the platform and service. And then the planner spends time doing the most important part, talking to the customer directly. And so that's why automation is so important because it enables us to live and serve as many people as we can. Now from a business side, investor side, yeah. how did you know that you wanted to go in that direction of having uh, automation being part, a big part of your business model? So I think that that is just, uh, and it's funny that you asked that because someone recently reached out to me who is in the industry and is thinking of going independent. And he's like, hey, you know, like who did you work for? You know, you know, how did, did you come to this? And really, because I've always been a technology guy, like I, I can remember being on the internet and I'm, and I'm a date myself, but I, I, I can remember being on American Online <laughs> when it was just text, no pictures. Right. Right, right, right. Just text. Right. So I've been on the, the internet as a tech guy from, you know, teenage years. And so as a result, 
I always think of everything in the lens of leveraging technology. And so when I looked at this problem was how do we make it as accessible as possible to help as many people as we can, automation was just the natural way for me to, to think it through. And it just enables us to help the most people that we can. Now, help me remember, you said the three things that are the root of the problem are... Uh, a lack of education. Okay. A lack of access. And a, and a lack of tools. And does your platform answer all three of those items? Yes. We are providing access because our costs are as cheap as Netflix and Hulu to get started. We are providing free education. And when you are a member, you get one-on-one -on -one education with the topics that you need. And then we have automated tools to make investing easy to get started and uh, very efficient. So. Those are the so those are the three ways that we solve those three problems. Okay, so walk me through this. I decide I've been listening to Black Equity Premium. I want to learn more about uh, your yep. company and, and learn, you know, get in the game and, and have yep. a financial advisor in my corner. Yep. Walk yep. me through how so, is this process going to work? Yeah. So, and this is just for the Black Equity folks. Like, you know, there's a different process for everyone else, but I'm gonna okay. give y'all the exclusive process for you all. So, okay. because you're a member of Black Equity Network, and thank you for building this network because we need more networks like this. I mean, we should talk about that at you know, another point. Okay. But you get an exclusive link through this network to sign up and not only get a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with a financial planner but you also will get one month free. Wow. And so you get to use the service and pay no financial planning costs for that first month. And then you, and so you use that special link to kind of sign up. As soon as you sign up, the first thing that you'll be prompted to do is to go in and schedule your call with your plan. And then that call will happen as soon as your, as you know, your schedule permits. It could be the next day or next week, depending on you. But then concurrently, you will be able to connect your investment and your personal and your credit card accounts to our platform so that we can begin to help you figure out, A, what is your net worth? What tools do you have to help solve your problems or reach your goals? And then if you want, you can begin to invest as well. And so that's all what is going on. And then you get access to education through our, through our website, through working with our planner and with our upcoming academy launch, which is our private social network and education academy tiered to helping people become more financially empowered. That, that, that is very exciting. I'm excited for our Black Equity listeners. Um, yep. so, so after they've done the free month, Yep. What are we looking at as far as the plans and, yep. and the different tiers and how, yep. what does each one offer? So we have three level of plans and uh, later on, for those who aren't, who, who might hear this later, you all can sign up on freemancapital.co, uh, freemancapital uh, just, just go to, to pricing and there you can pick your plan. So we have uh, three plans, one that's just for investing. If you want to invest at a very low cost. A second one, which is around a self-managed tool where, you know, you get the opportunity to invest and, you know, use some of our, our tools and you know, talk to a planner as needed. And then our uh, third plan is our dedicated CFP plan. And so we'll have all of the pricing there on the website, but it is literally as simple as we work with you every month on every plan. 
either will send you emails and remind you of certain actions that, that you need to, to take. You know, you'll set a goal and then we'll work with you to help to achieve that, uh, that goal in times like this. With you know COVID nineteen going on, like we are going to uh, send out even today, uh, that you know there are uh, auto uh, insurance companies who are sending back premiums right. uh, because folks aren't driving, right? And so we will just try to stay on top of as many of these things as we can, and then notify you to put yourself in the best position you can be financially, and tell you what steps to take. And then we and then we do that all year long. And so that is the service that you'll get where every month we'll follow up with you with a certain things. If it is tax time or the end of the year and it's time to look at your uh, refund check, we'll help you plan so that you can do the calculation of do you really even want to have a refund check? Because uh, there is an argument to be made that it's better to have that money in your pocket now versus giving it to the government and then getting it back later. And so we'll work with you during each month on a certain topic and category to help you grow and build your wealth. So before we go, I want to tackle a couple of objections that people may have with this, right? Mm -hmm. I want to at least put it out there, uh, you know, so we can at least document this. So one of the first objections is, well, hey, is my financial information going to be secure? You're going to have access to my credit card information or my financial information. Uh, What do you say to that part? So first, I'll say that your that your data is is only stored on the service for short periods of time. And so when you log into the platform, you often will have to refresh your data, which, which basically means that we pull it down at that point to, to then run the calculations to give you the output. So we aren't storing data for years and keeping it for forever. Like, like we, we think it is a risk for us to hold everyone's data all of the time for forever. And so we try and have very minimal times in which we do hold on to your data and then it's erased from our servers. And that is why when you log back in, you may have to refresh it because we are pulling it down to update everything for you in that moment and time. The second objection, and we kind of touched on this earlier, is, hey, I don't have the necessary money to be putting towards this. You know, this is going to be too expensive. What do you say to that objection? So I would say that... uh, because our because our lower price uh uh sorry just pause we have a new pricing that's coming out like thursday so i'm like stuck between the old price and new prices but can you ask that one more time and then because this is not going out to like next week right uh this will go out later this week what day uh probably friday we should have the new pricing up on friday i'm very happy okay. that, that that i asked okay so Ask that one more time. So a second objection that some people may have, we kind of touched on this earlier, is, hey, you know, I don't have the necessary money for this. You know, this is going to be too expensive. What do you say to that objection? So I'll say that one of the plans that we are are launching with is as low as $15 per month. That's the cost. No, that is more than the cost of of a pizza. And right. so the question that I would have is, what do you value the most? Do you value building a secure financial future? And if so, is $15, I mean, that is less than Netflix and Hulu on the no commercial plan. So I think that we tried our best to price it so that people that value it and want it can get started. 
There is no contract, so you can leave at any time if you're not happy. Uh, but we did our very best to make it so that cost is not a something that that is blocking folks from getting started. Third objection that may be out there. Hey, you know, you may only give me advice that's going to be beneficial to you. You may be getting something from, you know, you may be getting something from yeah. these investments. What do you say yeah. to that objection? So I, I love that question. <clears throat> we are what's called a fiduciary. What that means is that, and, and, and this is a really big, really big point. Okay. So you can get investment advice or coaching from a lot of people, but when you're a fiduciary, that means that the Security and Exchange Commission is governing us. And we, by regulation, have to, have to recommend and do what's in your best interest or they come down on us. And so when you're dealing with other firms that aren't a fiduciary, there's more of a risk there. But, but here, I, we could lose our status if we don't do what's in your best interest. The only way, the only revenue stream that we have is the monthly subscription rate. We do not get kickbacks. We do not get money from other, other sources. The only revenue that we get is the subscription rates and the revenue that you may give us for, for, for managing your assets. That's it. Now, something totally different from what you're saying now is mm -hmm. the private wealth side. Is that managed differently if you're- No. Oh, okay. No, it's the same thing. So, so again, we try and treat everyone fair, even though it may not like it might it might not be the exact same service, but we try and treat everyone fair, and so it's the exact same thing with them as well. Awesome, awesome. Um, for those who don't know, how can obviously everything will be in the show notes. Yep, you can click the link. But how can people uh, be a part of this movement, get their finances in order, yep. and also work towards generational wealth? So. Uh, of course, you have our website, which is freemancapital.co. Uh, you can go there. You can join our email list. You can sign up directly. We are we're pretty active on Instagram, uh, where we have two profiles. We, we have our main one, which is Freeman Capital. And then we have another one that is probably perfect for you all is invest.black, where we look at everything from uh, people of color and black perspective. So that is the two best places to find us, the website and Instagram. What are your final thoughts uh, for the people in the culture right now who are, they're talking the money game, they're talking about investing, but it always seems like, you know, everybody's having the conversation, but when you look at the stats, something's yeah. not adding up. What are your final thoughts uh, for the people out there who potentially are thinking about working with you? So I, th I think it's just like when we were all learning how to drive back in high school, we were all excited about, uh, about, uh, uh, about driving and getting our license. We all want to do it. We, you know, all talked about it, but it wasn't until we had a coach, someone to sit in that driver's seat with us and guide us through that process. Were, were we able to really start driving and start going down the road? That's what Freeman Capital is doing is that we want to be in the car with you and to help you take the first next and future steps. And that's, that's, that's why this is so important to us and why we're so focused on building first-generation wealth. Calvin Williams Jr., thank you so much for providing access to on today's uh, episode. Uh, thank you for allowing our Black Equity Premium listeners to have uh, that first free month. For those who will listen to this episode later, 
um, you will not be getting uh, that free month unless there's something else uh, that uh, Freeman Capital offers at that time. Uh, but that doesn't stop you from still, are you still going to be offering uh, oh, yeah. that free consulting or how long is that? Okay. So currently we were uh, planning to continue to do the free consulting through the month of April. Okay. But because the reason why we started it was because people are anxious and they have concerns because of COVID-19, we are going to extend that beyond April. So if folks hear this a little bit later, they can still come to the website. They can still sign up, get a free financial planning call with a planner awesome. uh, and then go on from there. So we will do our best to take care of you guys because that's why we're doing this. Thank you so much for coming on our platform today. And we look forward to having more conversations like this. We're really solving root problems here. Mm -hmm. Paranomics, uh, making sure that we tackle the economic side first, and yep. then we get to move up them tiers. Because once we can get up into them other tiers, then we can make some real chess moves. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was, it was a pleasure. We are truly grateful for today's guest. If you are interested in becoming an approved Black Equity Strategic Partner with this company or one in the past, simply send us an interest inquiry to the following email, djm at djmotri.com. Once again, djm at djmotri.com. Let us know your name, your company, your services, and which guest you are interested in partnering with. As an approved partner, you will have exclusive access to our network and have first opportunity at future partnerships as well. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to join us on the next episode of the Black Equity Podcast.